All right, welcome in for another episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. Today we are talking about streaming services and what is coming to your favorite streaming service in the month of May. We're going to hit all the big streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Uh, what are you doing, Janine? What's happening here? Why? You're tappity-tapping on the mic. Uh, you, yeah, what's going on here? Janine. Is... I don't think she could hear. Oh. <laughs> I think she's being attacked. Someone called for help. You can't hear us? You can't hear us. And we can't hear you. Okay, can't... Try replugging and unplugging and replugging. Try tapping on the mic more. That'll do it. Yeah. Oh, oh there you are. There we go. Yeah, there we, we go. go. There we go. All right. We're off hey. to a great start here today. So, favorite <laughs> streaming services and what's coming to them in the month of May. We've gone through the entire list and we've picked out all of our favorites for you guys. So, we'll share that with you on this episode. Plus, Favorite quarantine cocktail, and is it even quarantine? Because I'm throwing this phrase out there, brarantine. We'll talk about <laughs> brarantine and what that means and what that looks like all on this episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, hit the thumbs up, hit the share button, spread the show around a little bit for us here today. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate and review. We appreciate that wholeheartedly. Links to everything is up at Anthony on Air. Dot com. I want to thank those that are joining us and are watching right now. Um, April was one hell of a month for streaming services, and uh, May is going to be another big month with a lot of cool stuff coming. First of all, Janine, to you, how much, how much more stuff did you watch on streaming services this month than any normal month that you weren't quarantined? Probably more than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> like what? You know what, uh, Tony, Leo, Lisa, welcome into the show here. Uh, They're watching on Facebook and uh, everybody on YouTube. What do you think? Triple, double of what you're used to usually watching, Frankie C? I'd say triple. Oh, you're asking him. Triple? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably more than that because we're home all day. It, it, compared to being at work for eight hours, nine hours. And right now, it's it's just on and running, whatever's on might not be new stuff, but it's just constant streaming. What's the best thing that you streamed in the last month? Uh, gotta be Ozarks. All right. Ozarks. It was really good. Got through all three seasons. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, guys, for that. And, uh, and Janine. Okay. Janine, what's the that. best thing that you streamed in the last month? Oh, I have to agree with him with Ozark. Really? Uh, I yeah. Is it one Ozark or is it Ozarks? Ozarks. The Ozarks. Ozarks okay. I don't know. I so this is more than one Zark. <laughs> this is officially um, an Ozark podcast, then I'm guessing. Definitely. Is that right? It's fantastic. You haven't seen any of it? I've not. Not since you guys you guys said. Uh, Where but, is it, man? Jump in. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out now, but uh, I haven't. No, I haven't been. I haven't streamed Ozark. Now I will though. If you guys are you praising it up like, like crazy, I think the best thing that I streamed in the last month would have to be um, the Dave Chappelle Mark Twain Awards. That was pretty really? good too. Yeah, I, I mean, I see it, it's honestly, it's not even a comedy special, and it's not something that probably most people would click on right away. But the Dave Chappelle 
Mark Twain Awards on Netflix was the funniest friggin' thing. Like, and everybody who was on it was funny. Neil Brennan was hysterical. Uh, the guys from Saturday Night Live, the Weekend Update guys were on it. They were hysterical. Everybody was killer. It was absolutely killer. I was hesitant it, to watch that. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. It's on Netflix. It's weird what comes up on people because not everybody's Netflix home screen looks the same. Right. You know, it's kind of like YouTube. It's the same thing. Like, it doesn't all look the same. So everybody's got, like, a different thing. I would imagine the trending and what's popular are the same for everyone. Well, that's the same, but that's new for Netflix. They never had a top 10 or, you know, well, they had a watch trending, but they never had the top 10 one. Top 10 is supposedly the same, but everything else that they serve you is based on what you look at and what what you've watched in the past. Well, no, because they have... um stand-up specials they have all this you know yeah, they have all the categories but the first like six stand-up things that oh, you yeah, see one... are different than the oh, ones okay. that i see based on what yes. we've watched in the past mm-hmm. gotcha okay. by the way burke kreischer and tom segura's latest stand-up specials hey big boy i think and or birdie boy and and ball boy i forget what they're, they're both similar sounding also absolutely hysterical pot um stand-up specials that is definitely the highlight. Now, let me ask you this. We're so far removed from Tiger King. Tiger King well, feels like a, a lifetime ago, right? Doesn't it feel like a year <laughs> ago? I could care less about Tiger King now. Like the memes have kindly subsided. And, and I'm glad. Nobody really gives a shit anymore about Tiger King. It's amazing. But I, I did enjoy it. watching it. Right. We all, I think we all enjoyed watching it. At the time, it's like okay, but I both I just asked the both of you what was the best thing that you streamed in the last month, and and how much did Tiger King even factor into that? Not even no, close. I, didn't I think bet. About it. Yeah, see, it's just I like, haven't seen it. Oh, that's true. You haven't, Frank. You're like the only person left who hasn't. You have to watch it. I'm kind of proud of that. <laughs> I, you know, can I be honest fine. with you? You're I never gonna watch it. it now. Who cares? Like, don't. I, I would tell you, don't watch it. If you were sitting there with seven hours and you're like, Aunt, should I do it? I'd be like, no, forget it. It's not, it's not worth it anymore. It passed. The only thing I, I get from this is that someone killed her husband and fed, fed it to tigers. That's all I know. Yeah, well, now that it's over, I'm happy to do some of the spoilers. Carol Baskin is this girl who like married this rich dude Whoa, years ago. Wait a second. Wait he, a second. <laughs> he disappeared. on me yesterday for giving away a spoiler for a two-year-old movie. Oh, and you're on, giving away Frank. a month-old spoiler. Yeah, but that was a big one, though. That was a big spoiler. This is this is. Yeah, this, this is not is, really a spoiler. This is like the most popular. This is a big show. Everybody but my is, my point is, is sure. it's it's not. It doesn't linger with anybody. Like nobody's like, let's rewatch Tiger King. And it's I don't think lingering any... with you doesn't mean it's not lingering with anybody. No, I know everything, and and believe me, we're safe on this one. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. Uh. If you're watching on the Facebook or YouTube right now, what's the best thing that you've streamed so far this month? Lisa writes in Ozark, Chris Ozark. A lot of people, yes. this Ozark is the is huge. It's nonstop, man. It's just every episode is something else. And Jason Bateman by himself. I could watch him in a one-man show. He's great. Can you now? Laura Linney's fabulous. They're great. Anyway, what was I... What was I saying? That? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Carol marries this guy. He disappears. And then all these years later, she starts annoying this this other guy. 
and his revenge on her joe exotics revenge is like well you killed your husband like that was his best <laughs> and then he went on this whole huge Compare tirade it. i just saved you seven hours of your life well, i mean that's it that that doesn't sound like anything i'd want to watch but we were so obsessed with it three weeks ago and now nobody could care it's like that date that you went on you were like oh this person's great and then like three weeks pass and you don't text them and they don't text you and you're like who cares who? Well, yeah, you yeah, well, you kind of you kind of totally forget. You're like whatever. Uh, Tony likes True Blood. The True oh, Blood is an. I'll tell you what the HBO shows are coming back in a big way because HBO smartly made their library available to everybody, and now everybody's streaming all the old shows like Sopranos and True Blood. Well, and, why wouldn't they? What were they waiting for? A pandemic. I know, <laughs> but it's like how The Office is more popular now than it was when it was on oh, NBC. Yeah, the Sopranos is having like a resurgence. You know, it's a good show that went right under the radar. I don't know anybody really who watched it. It's called uh, Great News. You watch that? No. It's a comedy. It's by Tina Fey and a bunch of other people. And, and it's about a news organization. It's Wait. so great that we can understand him. <laughs> it's a t it's a TV it's a new TV show. It's a news organization with Tina Fey. Well, Tina Fey's in it for a little bit, or a few episodes, but it's not about. It's not starring her. Um, Briga, I forget her last name. What is it? Helen. Helen. Briga Helen is the star, and she's great. And a lot of other people. It's a big cast. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hysterical. It's it's two seasons, and I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu. Mm, okay. Um, Janine, did you finish watching uh, Unorthodox? Yeah, we binged it the other night. You binged the whole thing. Yeah. What did you think? I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, that whole culture is very interesting, at least to me. And Gaetano called it a Jewish soap opera. And I'm like, no, this is what really happens. Supposedly, I mean. yeah. I mean, supposedly that's like, this is based all on a true story. Mm -hmm. Well, a large portion of it is based on a true right. Everything that has to do with the Orthodox Jewish religion it ha is the true story part. Yep. It, What's the, the plot? What's the plot of it? The plot is is this this young lady who's who's been raised in the Orthodox Jewish religion um, gets married, and her and her husband it 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 flat it starts with she's leaving she's leaving she's escaping, so that's that's not a spoiler. She like right. the first thing you see in the first minute is she's getting on a plane and she's leaving New York Williamsburg where where is it? not Williams yep, Williamsburg was it Williamsburg. She's leaving Williamsburg. Some woman's helping her sneak out. Like, that's how it starts. Like, she's, like, vigilante on the run, you know. Um, okay. And then it takes you back to it's what happens to her and where she goes. And then simultaneously, it's flashing back to the prior year to kind of show you up to the moment of why and where she left, why, why she's leaving. Um, and cool. it is... How, uh... How long is it? A couple seasons now? Or it's what? a mini series, six episodes. Oh, Janine, four. Four? That's it? Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. 
what did you think? Uh, oh. It's it's okay. Yes, yeah, four episodes. It's a real deep dive into how the unorthodox, the unorthodox, how the orthodox Jewish <laughs> people li live. The show is called Unorthodox, right? Um, and it's entirely interesting. Like I said, I don't have a lot of tolerance for my own religion and some of my own culture, even some of my own cultural things that aren't religious based. Like some of the things that are kind of like, if there's something where I don't understand the point to this and I think it's a useless waste of time, I have a hard time with it. Like and, what? And there's a lot of stuff in there, a lot of stuff in this that's kind of like that. Like oh. not eating meat on Friday during Lent. Oh yeah, eh. I agree. I don't really do that. I wish I was a better you don't person. Have to do it to. I mean, that's I get a weird comparison though, because you're not. It's like you can watch The Sopranos. You're not in the mob, maybe. I don't know, but you can no. But there's there's things in religion. Story about it. There's things in religion where you like hear the like they're like here. These are the rules, and when you're like, why? They're like, I don't know. These are the rules. And, because this is why. Yeah, and so, so I don't have. Is with religion, not with the show. No, the show, the show, but the show is based in the religion. So what winds up happening is, again, and I said this before, it's a tough show to watch if you like the Orthodox Jewish people because they're, they're painted very bad because you are instantly thrown into a situation where here's a poor young girl. She's trying to escape. She looks like she is frightened. Yeah. And you immediately, before you even know what's happening, which again, I told you, my wife said like, hey, let's watch the show. I knew nothing about it going into it. So before you even know what's happening, you're like on her side, hoping that she gets away from whoever she's trying to get away from. And you're like, whoever must be doing this to her must be terrible people. And then you start to see the people that, they're, that are doing it. And you're like, oh, these are, why are these people doing it to her? Yeah. But the brilliance of the show, I will say, is her husband like i fell in love yankee. With, with yankee her husband <laughs> this guy who again and this is why the show is is pretty great because you have this husband and wife and they're really into this this religion is such a huge part of them and it's also tearing them apart at the same time and it's also causing these issues but at the same time it's all they really know so there's this struggle between what's right and what's wrong and what that even means because what's right and what's wrong in the religion is different than what's right and what's wrong in the relationship between the two of them, if, if that makes any sense. So well, their, you know what? their religion, I'm sorry, Janine, but let me just, their religion <laughs> and their relationship are not on the same wavelength. And that's the conflict that happens between the two of them. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry about that. I thought no, you were done. Please, please. I did some reading up on this Orthodox. Um, it's a community in, in Williamsburg. Yes. So what I read was, and I don't know if this is true or not, that they tell people within the religion, within this community, that there's a perimeter, perimeter set up around, so you can't really leave the community. Like something bad is going to happen to you if you do. Right. Like it's based off of this old, it's based on, it's, it's roots are based in an older part of the religion where it says like, there's like a moat with alligators yes. or something like that. Right. <laughs> and so they're like, that's still hap That's still here. So if you go far, 
Yeah, there's a lot of look. There's a lot from Williamsburg. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So now the face that you're making, Frank. Right. So that the face you're making, Frank, is that's absurd and crazy and ridiculous. And I wouldn't argue with that. Hey, listen. But what I'm saying is, is it's not any more absurd and ridiculous than you could eat meat all the time except for this Friday. Like, that's just as crazy and as absurd. Like, if you told other people that that it that didn't grow up with that, they'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We need to eat. Like, if you if there's, there's a culture not- out there right now that is that is catching wild buffalo or t- whatever, and that's what they're using to eat for a living, or they're shooting deer, that's the only thing that they can live off of. You go tell them, don't eat meat on a couple of Fridays, and they're like, what are you, crazy? Like, we gotta eat, we have to live. They would think that it's crazy. Right. And so that's what's kind of great about this show, is that you have that struggle between, this is all I've grown up with, and this is all I know, and it is, it's conflicting with what's happening in my relationship but what what's right do i choose my wife or do i choose my religion do i choose my family and these are pretty tough critical choices for for these characters to make uh Mm -hmm. and needless to say they don't all make the best decisions so i'm sure everything works out just fine but the the ending was (laughs) was so sad to me and then also equally i did have the reaction to nina and i don't want to give away too much for people but i did have the reaction of that's it like I looked at my wife and I was like that this is over because I, I again went into it not knowing like it was a mini like series and I thought we were in for this long yeah you know, I know this long haul and we really really weren't so we really went off on an unorthodox tangent that's a there. letdown <laughs> that's <laughs> a letdown if it ends like that and you're like what. It's not though, but again, it, it's great, and it illustrates the point of what just happened with you, Frank. And you're making the face. You're making the face because you were brought up in a. No, no, I was making the face. No, no, I was making the face trying to understand what Janine was saying in uh, the rules to me. I was like, "There's a moat." What? I didn't understand what she was talking about until it all came out. Yeah, because it's a little crazy and it's a little nutty. You know, it is like there was one point where they were they were it was some holiday and like half their kitchen was covered in tinfoil. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing? You know what? It's their thing. If it's not hurting anybody, fine. That's no, thing. it's perfectly acceptable, but it's it's nutty. Okay. And again, if you want, just so you know that I'm not some crazy like bigot, like it's just as nutty as going around going, oh, I'm going to put yeah, ash on my forehead big. for this day. I don't know why right. I keep going to Lent things, I guess, because it's just, it just <laughs> happened. But I mean, it's, hey, it's as crazy. Okay. Their own, man. Everybody's got their thing. Let's put it this way. It's as crazy as going out, chopping down a tree, putting it in the middle of your living room, and then putting lights on it. Like, <laughs> it's second nature to us. It's but when symbolic. you kind of, but when you step back and look at it, you go, this is the nuttiest thing that I've ever seen. Why do these people have a tree in the middle of their living room? Like, it's crazy. But it doesn't you feel do it, crazy because it's because we were all brought up that way and it's normal to us. It's been, it's been normalized with us, you know? And so now so, you're putting. So if you were put in a situation where you you had to choose between what you always been taught, what was right, and your wife, that's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough situation yeah. to, to battle. Through. True, but I feel like my wife would know. Like, would know everything going. We would all would be on the same page going into the marriage. The thing no? is, they were set up. So meaning like their match. Yes. Made? And and with every story, with every oh, if they were like 
bamboozled. No, but it wasn't like that. They did have a chance to meet one another ahead of time and kind of give the okay. But the point is, is as as with every great story, something happens out of the control of both characters that sends their trajectory. That's their arc. So here you are, something happens, and then you you hit your arc. So um, that's kind of what happens. If something happened between your, your wife and you, you know, and that, that was out of your control, and then you had to make that choice, it becomes difficult, you know? It becomes difficult. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, but, they, they don't believe in blood yeah. transfusions, yet, you know, if, if you were a Jehovah's Witness and your wife got hit by a car and needed a blood transfusion to live, now you've got to make a choice between what you grew up with and knowing and all your realities and the other person. So that's, that's what unorthodox is really good at. I guess they make that uh, that choice. That's not my, you know. But everybody has their own thing. Listen, I wish anybody. I can put this in terms of Wookies and CP3Os, but I can't. Okay, <laughs> I'm not equipped to do that, that sort of analogy alone. for you. The fact that you mixed up the words, the letters of C3PO's name. When I say CP3O, C3PO yeah. to the third. Giant are there failure. are there more C three POs or is it like is there a C four PO is there a C five DO like how does it work? <laughs> They're all different letters. Yes, are, are they all different letters? There's R five D four. There's R. Yeah, there's all kinds of different droids. That yeah. No wonder it took so long to explain <laughs> this all to you. Shut up. <laughs> Man, why do I come on this show just to be ridiculed about every episode? <laughs> oh, Frank. See, Liz gets it. Anyway. You can you can know something because it's all you've ever known, but then the day that you real one day you realize that maybe it wasn't all it was cracked up to be, and then all of a sudden you're kind of thrown into this world. And that's yeah, what makes the husband have that all the time. That's what makes the husband such a great character because you you start to feel for him even though he is on the quote-unquote evil side in this story because you're rooting right. for her right off the bat, you know? So that's why it's pretty good. All right, so coming to, uh, let's start with Amazon Prime because I feel like they actually have the worst lineup coming to Amazon Prime. Um, out of the movies, all the movies that are coming, The Goldfinch, I heard some good things about. That's on the way on May 8th. Rocketman, which we've talked about, I think is one of the great movie uh, music biopics. So that's going to be available towards the end of the month, coming up on May 22nd. They're adding Homecoming, and they're adding Alias, seasons one through five. Anybody care about any of those? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Not um, really. Amazon Prime. Prize the 13th, part four. Yeah. Who's going to watch that, though? Anybody watching horror movies before Halloween? Some people. I like her. Yeah. yeah, horror movies are good when they come out. You know, if they come out with a good one in April, I'll watch it. Really? Okay. All right. Um, a good one, though. Let's go to Disney Plus. Uh, big month for Disney Plus. The uh, well, first let's start with the movies: Fantastic Mr. Fox, Homeward Bound, Hello Dolly, George of the Jungle, John Carter. Let's be honest, this is all pretty weak. Uh, Maleficent and Pirates of the Caribbean. The weird thing with Star with um, Disney Plus is is they're not the the movies aren't random. It's all their movies. So right. if they're adding anything, it's just it's just stuff that they don't have in their own library just yet. 
But the big one is like what we talked about the other day, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. That's coming out on May the 4th, and May the 4th be with you all. Um, also yes. coming the same day is the Mandalorian series. Is This is the behind-the-scenes eight parts, also on May the 4th. So, Frank, the question posed to you, both of these <laughs> come out on the same exact day. What I will do you be unavailable that day. What no, I do you, knew it. Yeah, no podcast that day for Frankie's Say, What are you watching first, though? What do you go to first, the movie or the behind-the-scenes series? Oh, did we lose Frankie C? He's, he's not sure. He's still one. He's still thinking. Look at that awful smirk that he got frozen on, too. <laughs> that is just terrible. Oh, my goodness. Janine, you're kind of a Trekkie. Uh, you watch these things. Which one are you going with first? Um, you just confused it. Well, the Mandalorian is there. There's a behind the scenes Mandalorian show that's going to come out eight episodes. And then there's. No, I, I think you call me a Trekkie, but that's Star oh, Star Trek. Does it matter? <laughs> yes, there's a big difference. What was said while I was gone. Yeah, you're going to have to go back and listen. <laughs> or called watch. me a Trekkie. Why? You're a Trekkie? No. He confused the two. It's fine. Which one are you watching first, Janine? I would probably watch uh, the actual movie. Frank? Probably the movie, even though I've seen it. But uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff is good, but I'm not, like, itching to see it. I would go, I'm going to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff first. All right. Wait, you're going to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff before you watch the Mandalorian series? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I like it. Because I don't really care about the show as much, but I do want to know how they made it and how Favreau wrote it, because I'm a fan of Favreau's. You're a douche. <laughs> uh, coming to Hulu, which I do not have, uh, A Life Less Ordinary, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, uh, Demolition Man. I feel like that's got to be like a huge one right now, Demolition Man. Futuristic shows. I guess so. These are all going to be big. Uh, they're also getting Friday the 13th. I don't know why everybody's bidding for Friday the 13th movies. Uh, Goodfellas, hey. which is a good one, which I wonder if that's leaving Netflix. I'm going to find that out because uh, that's on I'll Netflix you, right Hulu, now. Hulu has become my favorite service so far because I watch all the classic stuff on it. Really? All the classic TV shows, like from the 80s and the 90s, they're all on there. It's 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 huge. Okay. Like what shows? Like Golden Girls? <laughs> like Golden Girls? Cheers. Like Cheers? It's like, sorry. Um, Cheers but Frasier is on there. Um, Great News is on there. I believe Seinfeld, maybe? A uh, ton of other stuff. We got to get you into this century. You got to see all the new stuff they're making. It's really good. <laughs> Century's got not. It's not that great. It's really, really good. Uh, Rocketman <laughs> also coming to Hulu. The Green Mile, The Graduate, phenomenal movie. The Patriot, love that one. Um, yeah, Tank all Girl those from uh, last century, by the way. <laughs> Community in Espanol is coming to Hulu, so that'll be great for the Spanish people that have been missing cool. out on Community. Muy bien. Uh, Marvel's Agents of the Shield, which is interesting that any other service is adding Marvel material with Disney Plus. You know that that seems a little odd. They also Hulu has the first season of The Simpsons too, which is weird. Really? 
That's pretty random. That, again, these are all prior agreements that I'm sure are going to eventually find its right way. Uh, coming to Netflix, movies, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Back to the Future, Part 1 and 2, uh, The Heartbreak Kid, The Lincoln Lawyer, Jarhead, The Patriot also going there, Public District Enemies, Nine. District 9, skipped it. Uh, United 93, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and the one that I'm looking forward to the most, I have to wait till May 25th, Uncut Gems. I cannot wait. It? No, I haven't. Did you see it? No, I have not. Oh, I'm so excited. Janine, did you see it? No, you haven't seen it either? I have not. Oh, I can't... in the chat? I'm surprised. I'm surprised. If you've seen it in the chat, let us know. One like they, I mean, they were talking about an Oscar for for yeah. Sandler. I mean, he didn't even get nominated, but they were no. saying he was going to get nominated and maybe even win. Sandler, Sandler was talking about an Oscar. No, no, no. the <laughs> buzz, the buzz by all the people that uh, that made the movie that hired PR people to say that there was a buzz that he was going to win an Oscar were all saying that he was going to win an Oscar. So, uh, so, so the people who made the movie said he was going to win the Oscar. Well, yep, that was the joke that I made. Well, then he's a shoo-in. No, I um, didn't like it. I made it better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV shows. Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill, new stand-up special from one of the greatest comics of all time. Oh, no, Janine made a weird face. You don't like Seinfeld? What is... <sighs> okay. Come on. We are learning a lot I about each other. Here's what I'm learning in quarantine. I shouldn't have all the friends. <laughs> that i have <laughs> you should just delete us out of your life forever yeah I, 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 is, any, is anybody away. else learning this that in the like they're friends with their friends because they know them really well but there was still so much that they didn't know but now that there's been all this time to discover these things about one another you're like why am i friends with these people all right well, not everybody has a podcast i don't <laughs> like seinfeld the show okay i never really did Gaetano was always into it, his whole family. I never really liked it. Is this because you hate your husband's family and that's why you couldn't no, get... No, no, oh, no. Okay. Did you ever they... watch it or you just never even got into it at all? I've watched, watched it. it. I've watched, watched it with okay. him. But I just never thought it was really funny. But Curb Your Enthusiasm, I love. See, it's the same exact show. I mean, it's just a continuation. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I it's think on Jerry HBO. Seinfeld is very corny, especially yeah, in the show. And his his stand up is okay. Like like some of the things I'm just like, that's not funny. <laughs> I, I know I'm the odd man out here. I know. I can't. I, I just that you love Seinfeld. I that this guy loves Seinfeld. Frank right? loves Seinfeld. This guy right here loves yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, loves Seinfeld. As the man. Sorry, but he was he had the best show. You uh, think so? Our best sitcom, I would say. Mm. Sitcom. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not I talking would... about like HBO series or anything like that. I'm talking about sitcom. It was great, but I would argue that Curb is actually better. And it I better. it's not a sitcom. But it yeah, but I, I, I guess so. Seinfeld kind of killed the sitcom because after that, like it was that was it. After Friends wrapped up, like the the fake laugh track shows, that was basically right. they were they were kind of done for. Sandler was nominated but for a Golden Globe. Seinfeld. Sandler was nominated for a Golden Globe and a SAG Award. 
according to Liz. And she says this has become the ravioli versus stuffed shells conversation all over again. Seinfeld or not Seinfeld. <laughs> what were you going to say, Frank? I was saying Seinfeld is completely rewatchable. Friends, I can't get into again. I watched it when it was, oh, no. it was big. I and disagree. I, it's just, I can't watch it again. It's kind of dated. I can't and watch Friends. Seinfeld isn't dated. I it, Seinfeld is so Some dated, it, but it's still funny though. It's still Se- relevantly funny. I mean, the only difference is that they don't have they don't all have cell phones. That's pretty much the only difference. Everything else is kind of top, not topical, but like relatable to us. I I, I, I actually agree with Frank on this one. Like, it, it, you look at some of the problems they were having, and you're like, that wouldn't happen today. But then, but it would be something else where it would kind of happen. You know, because the, the, there is evergreen comedy in there. It is relatable to today, even though like some of the things you look at and are like, is that a payphone they're on right now? Like, you know, <laughs> it's a little, it gets a little strange. But I can't go back to Friends either. I can't watch really? Friends. Really? I can't do I can't it. Do it. I can't. And I've Can recently I anymore not watching watch Friends. <laughs> oh <it's> like, god! <laughs> I recently went back to Maybe. Seinfeld. I've been watching old Seinfelds. Because they're on at like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm up now at eleven o'clock at night. So I like I'll have it on in the background or whatever, or I'll watch it on the weekend. And I'm that's what we do with friends. I'm all over that. I can't get into friends. If friends comes on right after it, I turn. I have to turn the dial immediately. I can't even. Really? How did can't it end it. too? Did did Joey wound up with Rachel? I hated that. Why was no. that a thing? No. Oh, that spoiler was a alert. <laughs> no, they didn't wind up um, together. Wasn't Ross that the the kid or something? Up with her. But no. she sleeps with Joey at some point or likes Joey at some point. She likes she him, but she everybody. never did him. Everybody dated everybody on that show. Yeah, see, that's annoying Tell me to I'm me. Wrong. I, I don't, yeah, that, that everybody had to date everybody. That doesn't make any sense. The only people that didn't date each other were Ross and Monica, and that was because they're brother and sister. Hey, you never know. But I bet you two like the show for a different reason. What, friends? friends. Or what do you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I'm watching both of you. Oh, because like all the chicks are hot? Is that what you're saying? Um, The chicks' nipples were always out. I don't even remember that. I wouldn't. No. It was oh, the, come on. Because it was funny. Aniston is hot as time. hell, though. I'll fully admit that that was one of the reasons why I watched that. She's top five, in my opinion. Who? Jennifer Aniston, as far as beautiful no. women. Yes. If you put into Google Jennifer Aniston's nipples, it'll come up. <laughs> I'm sure it would. If, I feel like if you put anyone... Followed by nipples, or, you're gonna get the same. Why thing. are Jennifer Aniston's nipple always hard on Friends? This would be a good time to link the the uh, Governor Cuomo nipple episode that we did. Put that right over here. For <laughs> right. Yeah, that was a fun one. Did anybody ever solve that? No, but but to follow up on that, I said if he's got pierced nipples, he will never again not it be in public not wearing a suit jacket. He's worn a suit jacket at every, every single. Thing. He has never gone back to the just collared nope. shirt. Never. That's smart because he wants to focus, you know, on what's necessary. Yeah, because he don't want people to know we got them pierced nippies going on. Mm-hmm. That's true too. Uh, I'm super excited about 23 Hours to Kill, the new Seinfeld special. And let's be honest, Netflix is on a tear. They are the kings of comedy. Between Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura, uh, they have all the Dave Chappelle material. They have all the Seinfeld material. 
Like, I mean, do you think I, I'm sure Amazon Prime and Hulu has stand up specials, but you don't they're not synonymous with stand up specials. It's Netflix. No. That's, the Netflix has been smart in cornering that market. And I would even argue they've taken it away from HBO. It used to be to have an HBO special was like the highest honor for a stand up yep. comic. And now it's not anymore. It's it's Netflix. How about this? Yeah, I'll but watch everybody that. has Netflix, a Netflix, a Netflix special. Everybody does. I mean, every comic. But that's not true. There, there's not. There's there are a lot of comics who don't. And and there's there's a lot of great, great mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, Again, but if you could name a comic, if you could think of, chances are it's on Netflix. But I just I just named you two: Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. You They're go back Netflix. and watch every one of their Netflix specials. They are hilarious. They yeah, no, I'm not saying hilarious. they're not funny. But I I'm think what I'm saying... Everybody has a Netflix show. No, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying that that's not true. And I think that it, you're downplaying the generation of comics that made it on Netflix. Chappelle and Seinfeld and, you know, all those guys. It used to be... They made it off of HBO. It used to be hard to do. To do. Yeah, it used to be hard to get a Netflix special. But And those people were, I guess, the pioneers. But but the way you're but, saying it, yeah, it sound like everybody's got them. Like the like the stand up specials aren't as good anymore because they're giving them out to everybody. And I'm saying that that's not the case. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they're good, but there's a lot of them. I mean, it's not like they're rare. There's just a ton of them now. There's, there's more than you could ever want. Yeah, but there's yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, Liz brings up a good point. Some people are moving away from Netflix, like Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan is off of Netflix. I think he pulled his. Stuff down, and he's gone with Showtime, maybe, or, or somebody. I forget who he's. Really? Yeah, yeah, and probably, well, probably to your point, watch. Frank, that there's too many, there's too many, and he, you can't stand out anymore. But I would argue, I mean, he's I great. would argue that's the place to go, and you better be there, or else nobody's gonna find you. Right. That would be my argument. Or you're a drop in the pocket. Mm. I mean, because if you're if let's say you're me and I have a, a special, but I want to put it on Hulu, so people don't really go to Hulu for stand-up specials, I guess. But if you come across it, like oh, well, here's one. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd, you'd stick out a little more. But the 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 world is run by algorithms these days, and if you watch one thing, you're mo- more likely to watch another. So I feel like That's there's true. probably more stand-up consumed on Netflix than on any other streaming service. Most likely, yeah. That's true. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Seinfeld one, but uh, I, I strongly everybody out there go back and watch Segura and Kreischer. I think they're two of the best. All right, let's see comics that we have. And I haven't watched them, but if you, if what you're saying, Anthony, is true, if you if they are good, if it's funny, don't go by the little scroll in the beginning. Oh, I hate that. Uh, you know when you hover over the yeah. special and yeah. it plays like. 30 seconds of it. It's not funny. I hate those clip. I hate those give me anxiety. Now when you're on Netflix and you go and you're scrolling through and it starts to play something because I have, then I get anxiety where I don't want to watch it, but I I settle on it and then it starts and I want to skip it. But then I see something and then I can't skip it. So I got to watch it and I'm finding myself watching 17 friggin' (laughs) intros. And then I, you know, turn that off. Can you turn that off? So from what I understand, you go to the settings and you could you could switch off the preview. I just wish there was a, a better way to do it because I do want to see some of them, but I don't want to see all of them. Oh. 
By the way, Pete Davidson's Pete Davidson's stand up special stinks. It's the worst. Yeah. I never got into Pete. I didn't think he I didn't think he was that funny on Saturday Night Live. I think he's hysterical on SNL when he's uh, at the weekend update desk and they're making fun of him for his life. Like when he's making fun of himself for his life, to me, that's when he's brilliant. But actually his material, I, I, it was, it missed me a little bit, you know, and I don't really like to critique people because it's hard to do those things. But, um, but it was, you don't like to critique people. Yeah. I don't like to critique (laughs) BS. I like to critique people, but I hate to critique really funny people that are very talented, working hard and trying. To yeah, because I feel like craft, I, I feel like Pete Davidson is that, and I also feel like we haven't figured out like the like even SNL like he's barely on the show, but because I feel like they haven't figured out how to use him the best yet. But he's he's worth it. He's he's funny because this is like Chris Rock. Like Chris Rock was so underutilized on SNL and they never figured him out and they let him go. You know what I mean? I feel like they learned from their they learned their lesson and they're not just cutting those people anymore. They're they're kind of just keeping them around and trying to find a space and for them and what's right yeah. for them. Chris Rock proved himself to be hilarious. I I feel like Chris Davidson has some Pete. a little ways to go. Pete Davidson, C3PO guy. What the hell? Why would you make a mistake like that? Whatever. Whatever. C3PO. By the way, Pete Davidson has a a movie, I think, or a show coming out with Judd Apatow. I think it's a movie. Yeah. So that should be good. All right. I'll leave it there. Anything else from you guys? Janine, any? Oh, a Brarantine. We didn't talk about Brarantine. Brarantine. Let's get this in quick. Explain it to us. What is the deal? I see women constantly tweeting or putting on Facebook like, I haven't worn a bra in five weeks or I haven't worn a bra. Like, I don't know if I can go back to wearing a bra after this. And I don't, I feel like that's funny to me, but I don't really get it because I don't wear wear a bra. Or have boobs. Yeah. like are <laughs> supposed to threaten? <laughs> No, like it's not. I don't know. It's not, industry. it's not a threat. It's like the same joke of like, I don't know if I can go back to wearing, you know, a suit and tie. You know, are are women abandoning the bra during quarantine? Is this is that a thing? I have to do? seen that a lot too. Like, is the oh, bra annoying? Like, do you guys prefer not to wear the bra? Um, me personally, now I don't mind a bra. Yeah. Some women I know wear bras to sleep which to me sounds like so annoying yeah see frank there are these there's a whole set of bra rules that we just have no we have no idea about no concept none and, no that's true like right now i can't really speak for old women because number one i'm still uh breastfeeding okay so there's a whole nother aspect to that as well okay because it's easier not to wear a bra while breastfeeding because you could just whip it out right makes sense and feed good time right (laughs) but is it so you're saying some people don't wear a bra or some people wearing a bra to bed is is bad you don't agree with that i don't no it's just uncomfortable it's not bad it's very uncomfortable Okay, it's but very uncomfortable. If Janine could write the rules of the world 
to how Janine wants to be. Would would Janine wear a bra during the day? Would you wear a bra out? Like, are you only wearing a bra because it's the social thing to do? Or are you wearing a bra because it's more comfortable? I guess is what I'm trying to understand. I like to wear a bra. You do. But okay, are there women that are there women that hate putting on a bra? Because I know like Okay, the only thing I could equate this to is I know there are people that go out and don't wear underwear, you know, like right. I can't That's understand like I insane to it's, me. It's crazy to me. I could never not wear underwear. Like I need, you know. Right. I feel like it's women who have um bigger chests that don't like to wear bras. Is that right? Yes. Well, is it me or is it like I uh, again, not really know, knowing what I'm talking about? Is it like it's uncomfortable because they're wearing the wrong size, maybe, or is it like they have to get the right size and then then you're good? No, women just no. A no lot of women just don't like to wear bras. Well, I think there's a little truth to that okay. because I, I did. I actually did have a bra endorsement for like a month and a half. Oh my! Uh, that that <laughs> did D, you give it a test run? That D was uh, D was using and. Um, and they, it was that was like their whole shtick, like it was all about the measurements. And then so she got that and she loved it. And then there's a place out here, which, again, I'm not going to do a free plug. Um, but that's their whole thing of like they measure and get you into the right exact size. Yes. And she said it was like a world of difference. Like it was like so much more comfortable. Uh-huh. I think it's like 60 percent of women don't wear the right size. That's tr- that's a tremendous number. I mean, yeah, if. They were all wearing the white right size. I could, the opinion on bras would be completely different. The right. first, the first company to like figure out a way to measure dudes' you know, balls and and put them in the right size underwear, they're going to make a lot of money too. I feel like there's a whole industry there. For That's people. the thing, though. Uh, they're not like boobs where you have to. Are they not? Like, them. why don't we have ball size? Like, why don't we have uh, a cup, B cup, C cup for for <laughs> men? We should. <laughs> Because it's boxers, or I mean, see the boxers are briefs. That's it. Doesn't matter. You like going into the rolling into the underwear and... store. Like, do you have any twenty six C's uh, in the underwears for me, please? Because that'd be great. I just need to. Also, I yeah. think women, like, not just women, right now, men and women, a lot of them are not getting dressed. So why put a bra on if you're not going to just if you're just going to be in your pajamas, you know? Is it like a control thing, like a comfort thing? I guess so. Keep them in the same area, relatively. Yeah, to piggyback over what Frank is saying, that's what I'm trying to understand. Because if your ideal day of like kicking back and relaxing is just not wearing a bra all day long, and because you're like in the house and you're like, who cares? Like to me, then wouldn't that be the way you'd want to be all the time? Because like, then, cause then you're saying to me that, that it's not it's more of a socially acceptable thing to wear it than like uh, this is like part of my like I'm not wearing underwear because it's socially acceptable. I'm wearing it because it's comfortable. Like it, it, right. it helps the situation out, you know. But there are some yeah. people who say that under underwear are not comfortable. It's I know. Small percentage, though. There are people that don't wear underwear and wear jeans. And I feel like oh. these savages, like how are they? No. How are they living? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How are they mm-hmm. living? That is going to be the worst. It's but they love that it. That's got to hurt. There are I've heard people be like, yeah, I don't wear underwear when I wear jeans, and I'm like, how the frig are you living? How <laughs> are these mutants? 
I feel like jeans would do a real job on the you know the old business moving around. They'd be all bruised oh, up. Yeah. I don't Maybe get it. Grabs a grabs a pube or something, and you're you're in a world of hurt. Oh, forget Frank, it. You're doing this no all good. wrong. You have to just no let them go. Let them go. <laughs> Free Where the guys. <laughs> you think C three PO was wearing underwear underneath the metal suit? How did that work? <laughs> I think he was. He had a whole body suit on. Very good. All right. I still don't understand Brarantine whatsoever. Don't get it. Or droids. Or droids. Yes. Or the real difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. I still don't. <laughs> still don't. I'm watching the trailer of Skywalker being like, I can't wait for Picard to show up. This is going to be amazing once they hit that warp speed. <sighs> oh, you're, you're upsetting him. He's going to have to go take out his frustrations on his wife now. He's, he's perfectly Pablo happy. Skywalker. <laughs> what the hell is going on? You know, before we started the podcast, your wife walked by the camera really quickly, fast. I didn't, but did she right. have Princess Leia hair? I didn't notice did. it because that's now I'm uncomfortable with the whole thing. Well, Her there are many different. Lola. She was a schoolgirl. <laughs> there are many different. Princess Leia hairstyles in the Star Wars universe. Is that right? The classic one that everybody knows, the buns. And then there are, as the uh, episodes progress, there are all different ones. Just Look at like Janine throwing this together um, really quickly. Look at that. Okay. Carefully, you're getting Frank excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, now, out of, all the, go. out of all the Princess Leia hairdos, which one did Captain Picard like the most? <laughs> He wasn't into hair since he was bald. Oh, got it. That wasn't his thing. Got it. I'm still trying to do it. What was the guy with the with the one the the cyclops glasses on Star Trek? What was his problem? Did he have one eye back there, yeah. or did he have more eyes? Was he just light sensitive, like blind or something? And you like Star Trek, sure. Frank? Me? No, I like the new movies with um, uh, what the heck is his name? I know who you mean. Chris Pine. Okay. The new yeah. movies are good. I never saw. I never watched the old stuff. What would you? Trek, I never get into that now. What would you do no, for J.J. No. Abrams, Frank? Would you if if J.J. Abrams needed a kidney, you'd give him a kidney, <laughs> wouldn't you? He's your savior. No. George I mean, Lucas, on the other hand, if you could save, okay. Oh. You're hanging at you're hanging at the edge of the cliff. On one on one hand, on one hand is George Lucas and J.J. Abrams. Okay, holding on for dear life. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, is Lars Ulrich and James Hetfield of Metallica. <laughs> Who are you letting go? Who do you save? This is big. This is big question. Save, this isn't a big question. This is kind of an easy one. Only because two reasons. Go ahead. One. George Lucas is kind of old, and J.J. Abrams, the Star Wars saga is finished. Of course they're going to make, they're gonna make other Star Wars movies, but I have a feeling they're not going to have anything to do with J.J. Abrams and maybe even George Lucas. i got to tell you something. You are a real piece of shit. You really are a piece of garbage. i got to save someone, no? You're a piece of garbage. So you're saying that you're, they're, you're already done with those two? They can't possibly make anything that you would like, so they're going to die? George Lucas hasn't made anything in, since 
to the prequels in the well, 90s. Because he sold Star Wars to Disney. He don't own it anymore. Yeah, so what do I need him for? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Frank. You are a piece of garbage. Whereas Lars and James are still creating, man. They're still making stuff. So. Oh, my God. Gotta let them. Gotta save them. I am just so and disappointed. And J.J. Abrams is just directing. He doesn't write these things. Problem? You I posed mean... the question, you, you lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my question. How dare you? Answering it. You're an awful human being. Now your wife is attacking me on, on in the chat because I called you a piece Good. of garbage. <laughs> Thanks, babe. But you really, you're just like letting them, you're just letting them go. You, I have to let go of someone, no? That was the, the No, nobody the said that. that nobody played? said you had to let go of somebody. I just said, who would you yes, save? You, did. you could have said I would save all of them. Then I'll save all of them. Well, no, you already, you already killed the two, you already killed the old guy, the people that mean nothing to you. Aaron? Because the classic rules of the game are you have to let one go and let and save the other. That's the classic rules that we're all abiding by here. I, and then those were not the rules I set forward. You were just eager to kill some people. I feel here's what here right, maybe that's it then. Here's what I'm gonna say to Aaron. Aaron, I want you to show this clip to the elderly people in your family and just say, <laughs> watch out for my husband. He kills old people that, that have no use to him anymore. If I could save a younger person over an, a very, very old person. Wow. All right. Frank, you're the one who, you, you cough on pe on the old people at the supermarket, don't you? Never. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> you want to put the old people back out in circulation, don't you? You want to put them back out into the population Safely. so they can get Rona. Um, Janine said something, never. and I, I chose to ignore it, but now Aaron is backing it up on the chat. Uh, would you save Lars or Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> this is your unorthodox. This is your, here you are, right here, right now. Oh, no. This is your what situation. <laughs> Would you save your wife or Lars from Metallica? Mm, conveniently, he's frozen. Flipped oh, oh. out on me. Sorry. Are you thinking about what? Of course, what... I save Aaron. Of course, I save Aaron. Of course, I save Aaron. Yeah, but she's not going to drum as good as Lars is. You know that, right? She could be taught. She's not as old as Lars. She could be taught. All right, then why aren't you wearing more shirts with your wife's face on them? Then why is every right. other shirt a Metallica shirt? She puts out a line of shirts, I'm buying them. <laughs> she has her own website, I'll buy them. Liz says Metallica hasn't made any good music in 10 plus years. You picked the wrong two. <laughs> no. Liz, have you, have you gotten the last album? The fact that anybody picked Hard up an album after, after some kind of monster, after St. Anger is a miracle. There were two really good albums after... St. Anger. Were there? There were. Which one was Captain Picard's favorite? All right. Um, <laughs> that is it for this episode. We get, we, listen, we don't all love Dave Matthews <laughs> and the <laughs> Islanders, <laughs> okay? That's not what we're all about. <laughs> not everybody is a, you know, have their guitar up to their neck and is going to walk around stage like the, the band leader that, you know, those four chords. Oh man, you guys! Wow. Janine wow. just created one of the greatest gifts of all time. Wait until you see that on the internet later, Gene. Yeah, that does not look like guitar playing to people who don't know what we're talking about. Um, 
What is it about when you make fun of Dave Matthews? Everybody always makes fun of Ants Marching. It's always the go-to song for making fun of Dave Matthews. Right? It's classic. Uh, <laughs> it's classic nonsense. <laughs> I just wish some of you guys would go deeper on, on your cuts when you're making fun of the greatest band That's that ever lived. I don't listen to them often enough to go deeper. That's what she said. All right. Um... <laughs> Your wife just said, thanks for not asking me or James. Yeah, see, that would have been a tougher question. That's, that is I, was going to, I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> He's the heart and soul of Metallica. I don't know. Be, he really is. He's millions of people. Here. I didn't want to get him in trouble. That's why. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, remember to uh, follow along at anthonyonair.com. has the links to our Facebook and YouTube channels. And uh, also links to all the uh, podcast networks that we're on. In fact, it has uh, it's a little shy of some links that we're we're on some that we're not are there. So just search Anthony Man, on do air. You ever stop talking? <laughs> search Anthony on air to find uh, the podcast on your favorite network. Have a great day. Thank you guys for checking out the Anthony on air podcast. Thanks to Janine and Frankie C.